So many things today are out of control when you look at what's happening in the stock market as well as the economy. These are two very different things, that's for sure. The first thing I want to talk about is how insiders are selling stock like we've never seen before in history, in fact. The second thing is indicators screaming. We are watching so many of these different indicators going off the charts. I'm going to give you a few interesting examples. And the third thing is inflation sailing. It is truly getting out of control. And at the end, if you stay until the end, we are going to talk about French fries. Yes, you heard me correct. Let's begin. I'm sure you're aware already, but Elon Musk has been selling his shares of Tesla, in this case, $528 million worth. He's more than three quarters of the way to making good on his pledge to sell 10% of his stake in the electric car maker. You gotta give him credit. He said he would do it, and he is clearly on the path to doing so. Tesla shares have fallen 24% since a peak on November 4th. Isn't it interesting that he sold basically right at the absolute peak? And since then, Tesla has, hasn't really been performing so well. And what does that tell you? Is he a great market timer? You could argue that. Does he have some insider information? Or is he simply trying to cash out on some of his position? Okay, he's got to pay his taxes. He's got personal obligations, understood. But he's not the only one. Look at this. Mark Zuckerberg sells stock every day as billionaires cash out. Richest Americans have sold $42.9 billion of stock this year. Google founders made their first sales since 2017. What we're seeing here, personally, is not a coincidence. Zuckerberg sold stock almost every weekday of this year. Even two of the three Airbnb co-founders started doing so as well. They do get into more of this, but there's a reason why I'm mentioning it. Because when you have these sales, big, big sales, who's buying, right? That's always the question. GPS never tells us who's buying. Well, I always show you the EPFR data very regularly. If you tune into the channel, you will get that information. Most people, uh, unfortunately, don't make it past the first 60 seconds. And by my account, we're already past that. So they're, they're gone. But if you stay, you're going to understand exactly what's happening. So they're selling at a record level. We know this to be the case. At the same time, you've got odd circumstances. My the way I look at it, odd circumstances. Steph Curry sells $333 NFT sneakers that you can, quote, wear in different metaverses. All right. So he's got 3,000 of these NFT pairs matching these new sneakers that he's got on, you know, representing a record that he has. Okay, great. What I find interesting about this is that there has been this surge in demand for things like NFTs and, you know, all of these different things that, you know, are not real, essentially, not, not physical, I should say, not tangible, and also risk assets. All of this 
has been made possible by super low interest rates. And even though we have noticed governments around the world and central banks around the world have started to tighten up somewhat, we are still historically extremely easy. But what is going on here? You stayed this far into the video. Bank of America tells you all client groups were buyers. Who's buying? Who's buying, GPS? The corporate buybacks. This is the last week from 1213 to 1217, okay? Looking at this, who's buying in? Corporates. What does that mean? That's your stock buybacks. Below that, retail investors and even hedge funds. They were sellers previously, and we watched the markets. I'm looking at it over here. I mean, it's been very choppy, to say the least. I mean, I could probably show you that right now if I have it up. Yeah, that's the S&P 500. Just looking at this. And by the way, if you watched the videos that I had done yesterday, two of them highlighted them exactly bouncing off of the 100-day moving average, climbing up higher than the 50-day moving average, as I showed you, historically would be the case. Well, we'll see what happens over the coming trading days during this week that will give you some insight as to what's going to happen over the next little while. But anyway, um, regardless, we're just watching even the institutional investors buy in. But who's selling the insiders? The insiders. So the company might be buying, but the insiders, they are selling. Sharp swings in implied volatility have brought VIX futures realized volatility, volatility to a level rarely seen outside of major crises. How interesting is that? We're in crisis mode, but according to you know the the regular the stats and and as well as the market performance, let's be honest, we are just it it just doesn't make sense to say the least, right? What about this? Buybacks are at risk from Fed tightening. Hmm. Share buybacks. Now, what happened when there is that tightening historically markets are not going to do well with this information why because the higher rates go okay higher rates go as well as the slower the economy goes the less buybacks you will have that's the way it's been historically okay doesn't mean that there's no buybacks. It just means there's less. That's what that's what that's what we see. Okay. And clearly there's been a record, just an, an absolute record. Okay. Look, just look at this over this period of time. You can see the blue shaded area that quite frankly is off the charts. So we need to pay attention to that because 2022 supposedly is gonna be that year in which we see three rate hikes and you know what happens even if there's a suggestion of a rate hike we're not there yet but the talk of rate hike starts to slow things down and by the way historically from the time they increase rates the first instance it takes a while it's not overnight the issue is how bad things get when they start that first rate hike because if we're entering a crisis let's say that crisis is at the end of 2022 or 2023 
we are going to have to see what they do in response to it you know beforehand and then during as as it begins history indicates what i've seen from the charts from the material is simply that if they are doing it fast it means that there is a very serious crisis whether they're gonna they're gonna tell us or not and they can't turn that around without creating a very big problem okay hope that makes sense Key market indicator shows latest sell-off could result in a rally to new highs, according to Oppenheimer. More, 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 more bullishness, of course, on CNBC. Contrarian rally indicator, the 200-day moving average when we use the equal-weighted S&P 500. But this was even more interesting, the U.S. put-call ratio. And essentially what we're looking at here, put-call ratio, how many people are betting that the market's going to go up, how many people are betting that the market's going to go down. And even though it is at a pessimistic level, come on, nobody's betting the market comes down. Let's be, I love when they use an indicator like that. It's funny. Now, this is huge. This is huge. And I'm going to keep track of this one. I'm going to bring it to you as regularly as possible. You've heard me talk about the China credit impulse. Okay, that is the purple area. Let me highlight that really quickly. So you'll see the legend up here, China Credit Impulse, and you can you can note that throughout this period into the negative as we speak. That's a huge, that's so important. But now we have from Saxo, we have the global credit impulse. This is the flow of net credit from the private sector as a percentage of the GDP. What does that mean, GPS? I don't know what that means. Hey, hey, it's the amount of money being loaned out into the system. That's okay. That's all. New credit, uh, GDP, come on, make, make it simple. How much cash is going out there? Not the quantitative easing. I'm talking about, um, you know, actual money being lent out into the system. Okay. And you could see broken down by US, UK, Euro area, China, Japan. And what's going on here? This is down. This is down overall. Now, China claims or at least the data we are seeing, I should say, is showing us the potential for China to change course with that, to start to push this out. The data shows that. So we will see. Okay, There is uh, a lot in here. I'm just showing you all, all of that. I'm not going to get into it all. There's just not enough time. I've gone on uh, to, to the end of this. But I, I just really like this, and I think it's interesting. Okay, it's interesting to say the least. You know, I, I would love to break that down in a full video, actually. But I always say that and I never get a chance to do that kind of thing. Uh, I've got so much to bring you. But the credit impulse just gives you an idea. What does this tell us? Like, what is it mean? Okay, sure, it's great. It's there. What does it mean? It's that perhaps we are on a trend, a downward trend, as it relates to the economy. If it's down, we have seen, I, I should say it in a different way. What we have noted, by the way, this is not not instantaneous. So if the amount of money being lent out into the system, that's today, you don't feel that today. You might feel it next month or six months or, or, or 12 months down the road. But this is just showing us what we could be in for. But like I said, China starts to reverse that. Other countries could go in the same way. What are we looking for? What are the indicators? What are the signs? Stimulus. Are they going to engage in more stimulus? What about rates, interest rates? Are they going to reduce that? China did start to reduce in some cases, the reserve uh, ratios and other, other factors. Small, 
small levels, but but they started to. That's key for them, okay? All right, so take a look at this. Cuba sees 2021 inflation of 70% amid reforms and import hikes. They were expecting inflation of 60% and they got 70%. I'm not even sure how... Can you even measure inflation there? I mean, things are so out of whack in Cuba. Uh, and then you got the Cuban convertible peso, which is so strange because it's worth more than if, if you're going to take your currency there, it's worth more than your currency. I mean, it just like, it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, this is where I, I just found it interesting. 70% inflation. One of the places that we have seen such a, a boom, really a boom. I mean, it's not perfect. It's got its issues and everything. It has been Florida. And I had seen, so when I was bringing up the, the uh, economic indicators, uh, let's say through 2020, I had a lot of hateful messages. Not in Florida. Well, clearly not. I, I didn't say it. That was the case. But anyway, Florida's West Palm Beach is becoming an office boomtown. I covered that all throughout. I think it's interesting to say to see what's been going on with these businesses that have been opening up all of their offices businesses from the US and even from Canada doing that opening up offices in Miami and as well as other places around changing really really changing things that brings me to this rents for single family homes are rising 3 times as fast as they were a year ago rents are going up like crazy it's not just single family homes that is one particular interesting one to say the least and then this McDonald's forced to ration customers fries as supply shortage hits Japan. If you wanted fries and you're in Japan, you might be stuck without any. Who knows what's going on here? I just think it's just interesting just to see. I mean, I've heard of garage doors being in shortage. Uh, I mean, what are all the things you would never think is in a could ever be in a shortage are in a shortage right now. And it tells you the only reason I mentioned this and all the others is to show us the fragility of the system that we are dealing with today. The supply chain is weak. I think it's so key and important to understand all of this information and to be aware, to prepare and do what you can for yourself and your family. If you appreciate that message, hit that thumbs up button. That's all I ask. It's right down below. Click that one button on the way out on these videos and all the others. Thank you very much for that. If you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. All right, just click it and I'll see you there.